Hi, I'm Talia. And I'm Fionn. And this, this is, is Untold, Untold Times. Times. So today our episode is going to be about women in sport, which I'm quite excited for. I'm really excited about it because I think it's an interest that we, 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 we both both play sports. So yeah. It's a massive interest of ours. Um, yeah, so guys, Fionn and I are very sporty. We're very sporty. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the gym when we're... Well, Talia does. Do you I, not go to gym? I, I do, like, sometimes. When I'm tra- I did go on... I went on Tuesday, and that was the first time in a while. But okay. I know that you go quite regularly, so... Well, recently, yeah, but I went yesterday and trained legs and shoulders, and <laughs> I'm feeling it today, but it's fine. Um, but Fionn plays rugby. She's the... Captain, Captain yeah, well done, of the yeah. first team, very yeah. impressive for GKT, not GKT. not KCL, no, not no KCL, offense. GKT, yeah, the medics team. I um, don't really get the whole the yeah, I'm not, I don't understand it, but the rivalry, or the rivalry, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a good rivalry. It's because we've obviously played academy at the end of the year, mm. like the big varsity thing, and it's just kind of it all kind of builds up to that moment, mm. like. It's just because we're in the same uni, I think. It's yeah. Like, it's just I didn't know that there were two teams until my flatmate who studies nursing, she joined the GKT football team. Mm-hmm. So then that's why I joined football with her. I was I would have joined KTL because I didn't know that yeah. G- GKT existed before her. Well, it was the same with me. Like, when I came to uni, like, I was looking at sports teams to join, and I saw the GKT ones, and on the website it says that you have to be a medic student, a nursing student, or a student at Guy's campus to mm. be on those teams. So I was like, well, I won't be. I joined Kings and then um, I just decided to go to both taster sessions. Never went to the Kings one in the end because I went to the guys one first and loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think even when yeah. we were doing our when we had the football trials this year, we had some girls coming from KCL. Yeah, and they were like, no offense to anybody that that plays for KCL <laughs> is listening. Um, they were like, oh no, you guys are so much nicer. And I was I mean, quite taken true. aback. It's true. It's true. We are nicer than KCL a lot. I can't really say that, but <laughs> I am saying it. No, I, I am known to be quite... Um, this is not an action. This is not... We're not starting a war here, guys. We're not starting a war. Well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Between GKT and KCL. Um, no, I think as, like, captain, I have to uphold the yeah. rivalry, you know. Don't mess with Fionn, guys. <laughs> what position do you play? I don't even know. I play fly half. So okay. I'm the loud, mouthy one, barking mm. orders at everyone in the middle. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. basically. Um, that's all I do in the game. <laughs> and then, yeah. I, okay. I, I shout at everyone, I yell at everyone. And I do that as well. I d- yeah. I'm a, I am know I'm a third year, but I'm still fresh on the team. Yeah. But I'm still oh, yelling. Yeah, like an old, like a... Like yeah, it's yeah. just because I was like, okay, first year I was in Cape Town. Yeah. Second year, I was like, it's too far. I'm, I'm not willing to spend so much time going yeah. back and forth. It's quite a, like, it's quite it, a commitment. It's a good, yeah, joining a sports team, I think, at uni is a commitment if you want to take it seriously. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of girls, like, a lot of people, actually, like, friends, they, like, do different sports because they're not really that committed. They'll just come to one training and then they might go to netball or they go to, like, lacrosse or they go mm. to, like, badminton or whatever. But, yeah, anyway, what position do you play in football? I play right wing. Right wing. Ah, nice. nice. Yeah. I used to play hockey. Which is a similar positioning. You used to play hockey? Yeah, I used to play hockey. Yeah, for years I used to okay. play hockey. Yeah, I, I pretty much played every position in hockey, but I, I did like right wing. I'm terrible. I, I try to play hockey. I'm terrible at it. I don't know if it's like being left-handed where you're like positioning is different. Yeah, you need a different, the body. Like, yeah. You need a different bat. What do you guys stick. call it? Stick. Stick. Sorry. Gosh, Kaya. Gosh. The um, stick. A yeah, bat you play baseball with. We did it... Um, in high school like in PE oh, like once yeah. or twice but that was like this is not it for me I yeah. would be better at rugby 
Fair enough. You're already are South African, to be fair. So <laughs> in my blood. It's in your blood. I mean, I'm Welsh, so it's in my blood too. But um, <laughs> No, but today's episode is going to be exciting. We're going to talk about some individuals, some fe- uh, female sports individual women individuals <laughs> uh, who are inspirational. Um, and also talking about some teams and some general just general women's history and women's sport. History and sport. Because it is, I think it's, when you talk about the history of women, like mm. if you talk about like feminism, women, sport isn't something that like many people many focus people on. People focus on. We always focus about like obviously women's rights and like mm. um, you know healthcare and all of that. But you never really focus about sport. And in the last few years, like women's sport, there's been a massive boom in it. Yeah. I mean, this year in itself has been a great year for women's sport. Like we've had the lionesses winning the Euros in the mm. summer, which I mean I hate seeing England win at anything. <laughs> but it just in terms of being like women. Like yeah, it was uh, regardless. You're regardless, supporting. you respect them and you admire them for doing that. And then last weekend, New Zealand shockingly beat the Red Roses in the w- Rugby World Cup final. I would have put about, I would have bet a thousand pounds that England would have won that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've 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 gone. I don't know how many matches they've gone and beaten. But I think 2019 was the last time they lost a match. Wow. Yeah, they've gone unbeaten since 2019. They've got to be very strong. They're very, very strong. And they beat everyone in the tournament, like, convincingly. Like, I think they had a bit of a slow start against Canada in the semis. But apart from that, they were, you know, you would have been like, yeah, the England women are going to win. And then New Zealand, it was a home World Cup, to be fair. It was in New Zealand. Eden Park was sold out, 45,000 fans. And that's, like, the first time that's ever happened for women's rugby. Mm. Um, And... Yeah, like I mean, to be fair, England did have a red card quite early on, but New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand beat them very convincingly. Like three points in it, but it was a very good game to watch. Yeah, I was up. At I mean, 6:30. like I, I think, pardon, I was up at six thirty on to the watch. Saturday to watch. Wow, it, yeah. commitment, commitment. I'll yeah. give it to you. No, um, I think with women's sport, is it now it's getting a lot more attention yeah. because a lot of people are like, oh no, they're not as good, blah blah blah, like really bad excuses, yeah. but. It's so entertaining. It's like so this is so intense. Watch. Yeah, like I, you know, I. Uh, that's the excuse everyone uses as, oh, like, watching women. It's just like watching amateurs. Like, mm. you know, but it's still entertaining. It's still exciting. There's the same watch. ferocity behind exactly. women as there are with men. And I don't know, like, about any other sports, but I know with football and rugby especially, watching the game live is a much nicer. Like, it's a much nicer environment mm. than watching a men's game, especially football. Yeah. Like football, a lot of the men's games will have like chants, everyone will be drunk, like, mm. you know, the men, like the group, yeah. like they wouldn't get together. Um, whereas in a female game, um, there's a lot more families and it's a lot like family friendly, mm. it's a lot tame. Like, yeah, you have people drinking and stuff, but not to the same extent as. Yeah. And you won't have any like rude chants, you won't have anyone like yelling at the players and yeah, like, I, 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 yeah, and I can insulting tell. them. Mm. And I think racism is a lot less, I think, mm. in the women's game. Um, I mean, the, you know, there's a saying where football's a sport played by gentlemen watched by hooligans and rugby's rugby, a sport yeah. played by hooligans watched by gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going to a rugby game, all of the fans are intermingled, everybody, there's no yeah. difference and you're all exactly. enjoying the game. But with football, yeah. it's very different. It's far very more different. They have, to, well, they have to physically be separated. Yeah. You know, I, I watched a couple of years back, I'm going back, I was about 10 years old. My family and I went to Manchester to watch Swansea City play Manchester United mm. in... Um, Old Trafford and we were sat with the Swansea City fans and you know we're not big football fans you know but but our tickets were in like in like the middle of the Swansea fans and 
there was a line of security guards separating us from the Man United fans. And I remember at the end of the game, because we beat them 2-1 or something, um, they were chucking bread at us. Bread? Bread, because Swan, like, Oh, uh, that's quite yeah, clever. <laughs> quite clever, but then they were trying to insults. And I remember, like, looking back, you're like, my brothers were about six, six, seven. There were kids there, like... That's it. Like it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy, and it's not a good example for like young kids watching the sport, playing the sport, growing up, and like seeing this bad environment. And yeah, hundred percent. Healthy like environment. And then they they become that in the later years. Exactly, exactly. But I think a lot with women's sport and like watching it, you have that. There's more, especially nowadays. There's a lot more like encouraging like an encouraging healthy environment watching it. Mm. And also, what I love about women's sport as well is, um, I don't know about football, but I've gone to see a few. W- women's rugby games like live like um at the stadiums and when I watch Harlequins love for last year and at the end of the game like men's players like they walk around the pitch they clap and then they walk off women's players they came over the barriers they were interacting with fans signed like taking the time oh, that's signing sweet. even if like even Loughborough who'd lost by a lot were like talking to you they like mm. just as if you were just like yeah a normal person like well I think probably because it's not like how it is with male sports where yeah. you know you've got your big ego of i am the best player yeah. very much like me me yeah. me yeah you've got you know so there's not that image yet yeah exactly and i think i hope it will never get to that i hope it will sort of stay as it like mm. obviously we want women's sports to grow but if we can if women's sport can maintain that healthy mm. pleasant environment and mentality going forward then i think yeah. In about ten years' time, even less time, women's sport. Yeah, probably five five years' time is gonna be. It's gonna be huge yeah. because, like, if you look at the history as well, back in sort of um, World War One. Yeah. Uh, when, um, obviously soldiers, you know, were away, so local mm. amateur teams like footballers, the men they didn't have the players. Yeah, I don't have anybody. So the women played more and more, and they were getting crowds in, like thousands of people were gonna go watch them. Mm. Um, and because they were obviously like factory teams and stuff, and after the war, um, they women got banned for how many years in England from playing football? They weren't allowed recreationally, like a fit, like professionally. Wow. Like, and I think it was back in like I can't, I don't know the exact dates, something like the 60s or 70s, they were allowed to come back, even maybe a bit later, even come back to play. I mean, with if you think about it, with a lot of post war, um, impact on women is that so they brought women in to replace men yeah. and then as soon as the men came back from the war then the women were forced out again exactly so it's only when they were needed yeah. for work and for entertainment purposes exactly as soon as they weren't needed anymore then they, they said goodbye they said goodbye or they were just disbanded or forgotten about which mm. is what happened with um american baseball during world war ii mm. uh, similar sort of thing in 1942 the mlb so major league baseball in america the owners and sort of the um, sponsors were like, oh my gosh, we're losing soldiers, we're losing players because they're fighting mm. in the war. The league's gonna like die out and yeah. like, you know. Sales are gonna plummet. Sales are gonna plummet, fans are gonna lose interest, like, because they obviously didn't know how long the war was gonna last at that point. Yeah, you've got, they couldn't, they didn't know whether they could keep exactly. the company alive. Exactly, and so someone had the idea, oh, let's do a female game. Um, like they start a women's league and um, they did so in 1943 they started the all american girls professional baseball league it's interesting how they called it girls and not women true yeah mm. yeah, yeah i was about to say i was that's like another girls, thing it's right. like obviously with these type of stuff misogyny and sexism is not taking it seriously is rife, yeah is, is rife in it um so they 
had loads of tryouts, multiple tryouts across America to form teams. Um, and they started this league, including a team called the Rockford Peaches, which is the same team as is shown in the Amazon Prime series called The League of Their Own, which is about mm-hmm. this team and it follows the lives of the players and the trials and tribulations they faced playing baseball in 1940s America as women. Um, but there's another film, it's based on the film as well, the 1992 film, A League of Their Own, which is based on the same thing. And it's I recommend it to anyone, it's a great watch. I've watched the whole series and it's, it's really, really good. Um, but how ridiculous is this, right? So the men were scared that women were going to be too masculine to play and that fans weren't going to want to watch masculine women play. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen like some of the American football these days. Have you seen what the women wear? Like there isn't actually an American football league for women, but they play these like recreation games. It's basically like they're wearing crop tops and like Oy. it's it's very like not even wearing like protective gear. They they are, but it's very like sexualized, sexualized, limited. And the same thing happened here. They were like women. They were banned from uh, short hair, having short hair. Um, they didn't want them to too, be too muscly. Um, they were forced, it was a requirement to wear lipstick and makeup. Wow. So that they could please the male fans. <laughs> um, their uniforms were very short. Um, they had to go to charm school to learn how to have proper etiquette because wow. they were worried and they were like, they were telling them, because I don't know if you watch baseball, but you know how they dive on the plates and stuff? Yeah. And, um, you know, to not be out to stay in. They were telling these women, try not to like do that like we don't want you to get too muddy as elegantly Elegantly as as you can the ballerina they didn't want them to be like muddy and sweaty Mm. and after the game they were forced straight to go to the showers and stuff like that wow and they every team had a chaperone so uh so when they were going to play the teams Mm. they weren't allowed they had there was a curfew it had to be in bed by 10 no smoking no drinking that's crazy i know crazy. yeah yeah yeah. when i was doing the research about it it's um and black women were excluded from playing as well because yeah, it's 1940s American. Mm. Um, I know in the show that they focus on a on a, a black character called Max, but um, I don't. I, the show's all fictionalized. It's not actually based on the real people. Yeah. But it's based on the story, and I don't know if they just allowed her to play in the show to like as a sort of you know like films hosting yeah. all that. But I think in in reality um, there were no black women playing. And in 1947, black people were allowed to play baseball, but in their own segregated leagues. Okay. So, and then after the war, um, obviously, when the soldiers came back, the players came back, the men's game then came back, fans went to watch them. Like, I think there was some, like, small amateur recreational women's league, but it Mm. wasn't to the same extent as this. And that was baseball. And with baseball in America, women don't play it now. I mean, there's some play, obviously, but there's more focus on softball. Okay. Um, which is sort of a bigger ball, smaller bat, I think. it's. I honestly don't know how it works. Yeah, n- I don't know either, but in the Olympics, so in Japan... They have softball as an Olympic sport? It's it's massive in it's massive in Japan. So in 2020, in the Tokyo Olympics, they had softball for the women, but baseball for the men. Oh, because I see. it's that's the way it is. But I don't know why women... Because this is baseball, they're playing baseball. I don't know when that switch happened. Mm. I'll have to do some more research on it. But when it, it was decided that women can't play baseball... They have to do softball. softball instead. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when that switch happened, but softball is massive in America and in Japan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a point just to come back to about the uniforms that you're talking yeah. about. Still today, in yeah. a lot of sports, 
it's very sexualized the mm. clothing i mean oh, yeah look at volleyball for example volleyball yeah you have to wear these itty bitty shorts yeah for what purpose yeah it's like not about you can wear you the know, same longer pants short, yeah I, I, it, it infuriates me. I'm like, why? It's just because it's nice to look at. That's all. Yeah, it's just... And it's the same, like, obviously, when you look back at history of s- women's sport, it's, you know, it's like, obviously, men have been behind it. Yeah. And it is sexualized. They the only reason to watch a woman play sport is to see her body Exactly, like that. exactly. And it's, it's, it's disgusting, really, when you think about it. Yeah. And it's, it's quite perverted. Yeah, and it's like, even, like, these days, because, you know, when the Lionesses were playing, they were wearing all white. Mm. And they were like, women can't wear white shorts for obvious reasons, you know, periods and stuff. And none of the, like, I think, I don't, was it Adidas that was sponsoring them? Or Nike? One of them. I'm not sure. I, it's one of them. I think after the Euros, they said, oh, okay, next, like, your games now, you c- you will be allowed black shorts or navy shorts with your white. But no, you're, like, a bit too late for that, though. Like, yeah. I mean, at least it's going to happen, but yeah, they could have made you've a got change. To, yeah, you've got to think about it in that way. Yeah. But, I mean, I was doing some research about um, mm-hmm. women's sports, uh, women in sport in general, like the 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 history of it, and it started with ancient Greece, mm-hmm. and how, I mean, even in um, Homer's Odyssey, he talks about how Odysseus woke up to the sound of I don't even know how to say this, Princess Nausicaa and her handmaidens playing ball with one another on the river bank. So oh, wow. in ancient Greece, now you're already speaking about women playing sport, mm-hmm. and I know that there were some. There was like a female Olympics also in ancient Greece, but women yes. were playing, uh, wh- they were wrestling, they did javelin throwing, wow. foot racing, discus, but this is more with Spartan women. Yeah. So yeah. you've got that specific type of Greek women. But what I thought was very interesting was that I read about um, how certain tribes in Africa had women playing sport. Oh, wow. Where there was a, a game called Lam, L-A-A-M-B, a Senegalese wrestling style up wow. until the 20th century which i don't know about but even in south central sahara women were women would participate in competitions and stuff but this was quite it was more symbolic it was a ritual yeah and it was about coming of age and everything but i think so in africa ancient greece and native american and indigenous women were also participating in sports so it's quite interesting to see like the specific groups of people yeah. all over the world that played sport yeah no, that's really interesting actually because you never really think that sort of obviously talking about women's sport my mind automatically just went to like europe uk america yeah you don't actually when you come think about it there's so many like traditions and cultural aspects to sport from like as you were talking about the Sen- mm. you know the senegalese female wrestlers like i just think it's really really interesting and like um you don't yeah, it's you crazy it's crazy I'm you don't even, never, now, yeah. i didn't even know about this until i read it and i was exactly, like exactly yeah and this is the thing with the the topic of women's sport history is there's so much to it it's yeah. like there's so much and it, it kind of like it intersects with politics and women's rights and mm. health it, it, it's a massive umbrella and you could fit it into all of the big sort of themes of women's history i don't know if you've seen this photo i'm actually going to try to pull it up now because it's just come to my mind yeah. um there's this beautiful photo of women boxing on a rooftop I don't know what it was from or what the context was, but it was just this photo, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> oh, it's from 1938. Wow. And they're all here. Let me show you. These women are wow. all boxing on a rooftop, all dressed up. There's about um, four, eight, there's nine women here. 
and two of them are in the middle boxing. They're all just like playing sports together. Wow, that's it's just quite obscure, I mean, but it's, it's such a beautiful like, photo. It's it's funny that they're on a rooftop as if it was like forbidden. Yeah, as if it's like secret, as if it was like mm. underground, like yeah. like Fight Club, you know. But but it would be interesting to see because now, like in my class today, we were talking about um, hi- um historiography me- methodologies and concepts mm. and. You've got to look at different classes and different groups of women where where they're from, whether it's Africa, yeah. Asia, the Middle East, Europe, America, yeah. South America. Looking at all of these factors and how they how it uh, um, in, impacts women. Because yeah. I know that with, I mean, I don't know if you, a lot, I would consider this a sport, but I think that a dance is dance, a sport. Yeah, yeah. It's a very physical yeah, and I know demanding that, sport. As yeah, well, yeah, and I know that dancing is very apparent in many cultures especially with um south american and african yeah and it would be quite interesting to see how that's evolved and traditions of that that have stayed in still today Um, i mean even like women doing the haka or sorry it's not the haka but another version of it of of it yeah it's um i mean they did it these black ferns did it Mm. on the weekend it's amazing it's amazing and the emotion that they have and the just um, the ferocity the behind ferocity it. it it's exactly like the male hacker like I, there's I would hate like I would feel so scared and uncomfortable facing that and be like oh god I would I'd run away like <laughs> I, you, you just see yeah it it's, like, it's a, that's, it was it's it was inter- war, war preparation yeah it's like the passion that they have it's it's intimidating it's I did a I did an essay on um how music and history mm-hmm. and song and how yeah. that impacts community so yeah. I wrote about the hacker and how that so was originally a war cry, and now they're using it in rugby. In rugby, yeah, it's, it's. it's I get you. I get goosebumps watching it all I, the time. Uh, yeah, no, it honestly like, um, yeah, when they, because when they, I watched the or uh, their their first game of the World Cup against mm. Australia, and um, when they were doing it, I, I was getting emotional because the raw emotion that they had, you know, they knew that this was a big thing. This was a mm. big moment. This was a. This could, you know. This is another turning point in the history of women's rugby. Yeah, on women's pride behind general. them. And you were just getting emotional watching it, like the anthems and the hacker. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Mm. And but yeah, um. So moving on, actually, I I asked some of my teammates and mm. some other friends from other GKT uh, sports teams who are their top female sporting inspirations. Um, and obviously, like a lot of these names we know. Mm. Um, Lee w- Williamson. Uh, Lioness captain, uh, Katie Taylor. I think she's the Irish boxer. Okay, I think so. Uh, Dame Kelly Holmes. Um, she won the eight hundred meters, and I think the fifteen hundred meters in two thousand and four Olympics. Okay. In Athens, and if you watch her race, she's in the back for most of it. And she's obliterated them after. And she, I think I don't know for the I think fifteen hundred the commentators are like Kelly Holmes in the back and then you can just hear their voice like increasing with like just emotion and as she's coming and passion as she's coming around because I think it's like the last two three hundred meters she starts to overtake people I need to watch this it's really good because you you you're like, on the edge of your seat watching it yeah. even though you know the result and then her reaction because she doesn't know I can't remember if it was the 115 she it's very close to the line and she doesn't know that she's won and her reaction is priceless at oh, the amazing. end of it yeah and she's also recently, um, Dame Kelly Holmes, and just, yeah, she's also um, just, she was like in the military and um, 
stuff as well um and yeah she's uh she's also recently i think this year um yeah she she came out um uh, she came out and revealed that she's um, a gay woman okay so yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean yeah she she was she did a massive like thing about it and she'd been hiding for 34 years wow. and um she did do, do i'm reading it now she's doing pride month and she said how um you know how that affected her olympic mm. um experience and stuff um but yeah they, dame kelly holmes is another one that came up um one of my personal favorites jessica ennis i don't know who that is oh, oh yeah i'm sorry uh british hep athlete she missed out the 2008 olympics with an injury came back in 2012 won gold i was lucky enough to go and watch her really yeah yeah, yeah. i got i was about 10 years old and watching like one of your heroes is just amazing oh that is I watched, amazing i watched her in um the high jump and the 100 meter hurdles 120 Ooh, hurdles i love hurdles she won both she ends up winning the whole thing and sure. i remember watching her last race it was the 800 meter race in the heptathlon and obviously it's points based and so she didn't actually have to win the race to win the whole yeah. thing but um and i didn't get that at the time because i was like she's not gonna win the race she's behind but she comes back to win the race anyway wow and it's london olympics home like olympics it's just amazing i still get goosebumps but um jessica ennis is is one of my heroes that's um, amazing uh one of the other girls mentioned jockey rachel blackmore okay she um was the first woman to win the grand national last year and it's 182 history obviously horse riding i don't know a lot about horse riding mm. i have to be honest but from an outside perspective it's a very male dominated sport and yeah. very few women actually Being get jockeys yeah get to the pinnacle but um yeah rachel blackmore last year won won the grand national i mean a pretty obvious one is serena williams serena williams of course yeah that's probably one of she's probably one of the most not even not successful sports women but successful sports, sports people sports, yeah one of the yeah. most successful in in history i in mean her impact on tennis and women's tennis and women's tennis and just women's sport in, in general 100 percent. like she's by Un- far one of the best athletes. unreal like she's she's like mid late 30 uh 30s no hang on yeah she's a, she's a beast i mean like, she's she reti- is a unit she's retired yeah she, she's an she announced her retirement this year didn't she yeah um but apparently she teased on twitter or something the other day that she might come back and i'm like you could do you it could do it. <laughs> you could do it you could probably win but 10 more like I think her what she's done for women is incredible, yeah. but also for black women is exactly, something that yeah. she's encouraging now. How, you don't realize how important representation, representation is. is. Yeah, and so now being a young girl and you're seeing this woman succeeding, yeah, you could be like, I want to play tennis. And exactly, that, that's creating and even like even her yeah. sister Venus as well. Like the mm. pair of them, they're creating the opportunity for young black, predominantly yeah. black young girls to become tennis players, inspiring Inspire them, them, driving yeah. them as well. Yeah. And I just think she's just phenomenal, Serena Williams, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think who else. I mean, it's quite um, funny. My dad's into the UFC. He loves oh, UFC. yeah, I know who you And yeah. he loves, uh, I, he tells me about some of the fights, and I've watched some things like Amanda Nunez. Yeah. And um, I don't remember some of the other names, but these girls are strong. They're strong. I'm watching these, I'm like, if this girl ever came up, if this, sorry, not girl, woman. if this woman came ever came up to me, yeah. Oh, I would know what to do. No, <laughs> I are. would be so afraid. I would just say, okay, I'm, I will do whatever you want. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. They're, but they're, they're tough, they're tough, 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 tough. But they're also incredible athletes. Like you can't yeah. like incredible, incredible athletes. Imagine, imagine. Oh, I'm sorry. I wouldn't imagine getting into a fight with oh, her. Oh, I, I just wouldn't. 
No, you just, wanted, you you just, just be like, I'm so sorry. You just, you just, you would just, you would just be like, yeah, sorry, thank you, okay, yeah, bye, have a nice bye, day. Have a nice day now. Yeah, you just, yeah, even just no, but tough, tough, tough yeah. stuff. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast about um, women in sport, and um, a lot of, especially like female boxers, UFC fighters and stuff, because obviously they get bat, like they get battered. Yeah. Then they walk around with bruises and black eyes and stuff, and I think it was Nicola Adams, the Olympic champion boxer, who said, um, she was. Um, out with her brother or something I'm not even like or she was out with a male relative like lunch and the the waitress or something came up to her and was like you have a black guy like thinking he was like hitting her Um. and then she turned around saying like oh I'm a boxer and the waiter was like no you're not no you're not she's like I am and then recognised her I was like ah okay makes sense yeah and then apparently that happens a lot to um, female boxers and UFC fighters I'm sure yeah Oh, 100%. I mean, if you, but uh, like, I understand where you're coming from now. Imagine yeah. a woman now all beaten. If you're, if you're like bruised and got black eyes and you everything, think, you, you think, think of the think, worst. You think of the worst, but I don't know. It's quite funny when they're just like, no, I'm just a professional Olympic champion boxer. Yeah. Like, you're talking to me, I'm a gold medalist. Yeah, I'm a gold you know? medalist. You know, this is what I just do on my, this yeah. is my day job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just funny though, but yeah, women in sport is just is incredible. This was yeah. quite interesting. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah, this was so cool to see so much. I don't know if we spoke about a lot of people, but anybody else? Yeah, I as think, um, um, one uh, one of the other women that were mentioned was Catherine Switzer. Yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. She was the first uh, woman in 1967 to run the Boston Marathon as an official registered competitor. And what's interesting, there's a picture of this, um, and I'll recommend you all to Google it. Um, whilst she's with her boyfriend, and her boyfriend is running with her for like her protection as well because mm. women weren't allowed to run in marathons and stuff and like registered competitions and the race manager jock semple came and tried to remove her, like assaulted her and tried to like remove her physically from mm. the race but i'm um, i think in the picture you can see her boyfriend like putting shoving him shoving yeah. him down and she completed the race um yeah and i think she did it a couple of years later as later well. yeah because after her after she did that because she didn't tell anyone she was doing it mm. i think she probably she must have registered under a male name because there was no way she would have been allowed to compete otherwise yeah um but the aaw banned women from competing in races against men because of this <laughs> and it and it wasn't until 1972 that the boston marathon then established an official women's race but like that's quite late i mean it's quite it's late. Not even that long it's quite ago. late but then if you think about it like they were both segregated races yeah when you look at the london marathon and how many people run it it's all like it's all genders it's all like yeah people it's just it's crazy to think that what not even 40 well over 40 years ago mm. that they were segregated women weren't allowed to race race at all. race at all. yeah i mean I, I think if you guys you, not a lot of people will recognize her name, but you will recognize the photo. You will recognize the photo, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, just to end this off, I mean, some films about women in sport yeah. to watch. There's a typical bandit like Beckham, you know, just a classic. Yeah, just classic. Just for football. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's seen I, Tonya. Yeah, I, Tonya's a good one. Tough. I mean, yeah. rough upbringing. Not, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything about what she did, did but, but yeah. great film to watch. Battle of the Sexes based on a true story that's, as that's well. That's a great film. I love Emma Stone that. and Steve Carell. Great cast. Great, great cast of that one. And then a couple of like maybe documentaries. There's mm. one on Disney about the um, uh, Aussie Rules women football. Oh, I have you ever seen Aussie Rules? No. 
it's it's like a mixture of football, rugby, basketball, Gaelic football. I didn't know that. In one, mm. and it's it's massive in Australia. Well, it's, I think it's only played in Australia. Well, it's mm. called Aussie okay. Wars. Um, and there's a great documentary on sort of the w- emerging women's league in that, and okay. it's really it's a really good watch. It's on Disney Plus. There's a lot. Um, there's, there's also there's one on the there's one on ITV now about the Red Roses and their mm. sort of um, journey and stuff. That's really really interesting. I mean, even to see with gymnastics, this is quite a tough documentary a tough to watch. watch but watch, yeah. Athlete A, really tough watch. But I think it's a good watch. It's a good and watch. Like Simone Biles, another yeah. one, another athlete that's incredible. Um, just another fun gymnastics movie is Stick It. I don't know if you've ever I've, seen it, I've, but I yeah, love that I've, movie. Yeah, it's Stick It. It's, 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 it's like a classic. Or like Whip It is also a good one. What's with the one with um, the cheerleading one? Um, why have I come like, I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's the, what are they called? The cheat two cheat No, yeah, we, we know this. We know this. Um, <laughs> bring it on. Bring it, no. Bring it on, no. Bring it on. No. Isn't it Bring It On? I think it's Bring It On. And uh, there's another one that's quite emotional, like it made me cry. Um, it's I think it's called it's a volleyball movie. Volleyball. It's about um, I think it's called. Um, yeah, it is bring it on. Sorry. Line, the A line or something. The A line. Oh, it's about um, a volleyball high school volleyball team, and it's based on a true story. Okay. So they've had like, it's like unbeaten, like they've won the championship, mm. like, and then at the start of the season, their captain dies in a um car accident Oy. at the start of the season and then obviously their season is like the start of the season is affected by that but it's how they come together and play for her okay um and it's a really really good watch um i cried a lot watching that one so <laughs> and it's volleyball i love watching volleyball. volleyball yeah volleyball's a great sport um but, but yeah, yeah i think that's all otherwise um, whip it is also quite funny about roller derby oh yeah that's a, another great sport that yeah tough sport as well shoving very physical sport i'd love to go and watch ro- roller derby mm. um but yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, that was fun. Any, Thank you. Yeah. Any um any other inspiring female sports athletes that you um that you like or admire, and, and even some films or documentaries, films and we haven't mentioned or anything. Please feel free to message the Instagram. It's the history. It's the KCL History KCL Society. History Society on Instagram. Please message them, and we will reply to you. Okay. Then. Thanks, guys. Thanks Chat for next listening. time. Bye. Bye.